This is your host, David Barker. And this is your co-host, Luke Murphy. You are listening to another episode of the BTY Radio. A podcast aimed to help you become better than you were yesterday. BTY Radio, welcome back. We have for you episode 9. And today we've got for you uh, DBPT member Laura Brennan. Yeah, we thought after last week's episode, guys, we were kind of giving you our opinions uh, to set your year up for success. So we thought we would um, get a client that's actually been really consistent. And and last year was one of her best years uh, in terms of health and fitness. So we thought we'd get her on and get a few tips from her. So you guys could not only hear it from us coaches, but hear it from someone who's been in the trenches and done it themselves. Yeah, Luke brings this up in the episode uh, talking about the fact that, you know, some people think that as coaches, we've just got it, you know, we're naturally fit, naturally healthy, it all comes super easy for us. So when we put information out there, uh, they don't quite grasp uh, that they're capable of achieving it. So what better way than to get uh, Laura on, who's uh, someone that has gone from I guess point A, a little bit a lot, a little bit lost, uh, not really having direction, doing multiple uh, fat loss challenges before, not really finding a training methodology that she enjoys, to being at point B, which she describes as the the happiest she's ever been. Yeah, I guess it's just that relatability, and I think that we could probably lose that a little bit with our clients because we're in the gym you know, eight hours a day. So we're kind of have these expectations that we should be training every day. We should be eating, um, you know, eating as we say you should be. Um, but Laura is just your standard kind of working a nine to five. Um, as, as David said, tried a number of challenges and by no means was her progress linear. We talk about this through the, through the podcast, the ups and downs she's went and she's gone through, sorry, and how she's come out the other end with this new perspective on, I guess, on life. Yeah, most definitely. She talks about how it's improved uh, her mindset and taken her relationship with her husband, Keith, to the next level, um, made her strong enough and determined enough to make some decisions within her career and and not uh, let, uh, you know, being mediocre get in the way of uh, going after everything that that she wanted. So this is a really cool episode. Uh, This young lady has done everything from achieved performance goals to dropping body fat to changing her whole outlook on health, fitness and life. So we know you're going to enjoy this one. Rip in. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, We've been getting some really good DMs, guys, uh, on Instagram and and messages through Facebook, which is really special. It means the world to us. But, you know, what we'd like to see is maybe you throw that up out there on the Instagram story or or share it uh, on your Facebook feed. That would mean the world to us. So uh, without further ado, enjoy. Laura, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to, uh, to BTY Radio, Laura. You're in the studio with the one and only Dave and Luke. <laughs> and we're going to help you become better than yesterday. <laughs> and you're going to help other people become better than they were yesterday. Hopefully, that's the plan. <laughs> I was super excited, you know. I wanted to get you on a, a couple of weeks ago, but it was the holidays and with everything, uh, Christmas and everything. I know we're all busy, but I sort of spoke to Luke and I said, we need to get Laura on. And he's like, yeah, cool. What direction do you want to head in? And um, I didn't really have a direction at the time because... 
uh, I ju- you're just someone that you want to be around all the time. You know, uh, you have interesting conversations. You make me think. You challenge me. Um, and I see you do it with other people out there on the gym floor. And I just thought that this could go uh, into some really cool places in regards to your training, uh, your previous history, what you've done before, uh, the big shift in your mindset that you've had over the last 12 months. And it just worked out perfectly that we came off the back of our five tips to making 2020 your successful year yet that we can get you on. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a great opportunity because... It's, it's one thing hearing it from personal trainers and obviously people kind of uh, like to put us in a light where kind of we should be doing these things and we should be implementing exactly what we're saying. But from someone that's just working a normal nine to five job, um, kind of going through, you know, most other stresses that a lot of other people are going through to actually take, you know, what we're saying, implement it and get these sustainable results. So I'm very, I'm looking forward to you for, for that kind of perspective, I guess. Yeah, sharing your, your own personal experiences because... We hear it a lot, you know, not enough time, um, too expensive, all these excuses come through as to why people can't optimize their, uh, their health and fitness. And you've taken on board absolutely everything that we've said, you've implemented it, you've sort of changed the mindset, which we were talking about last week in regards to needing something in six, eight or 12 weeks and, and playing the long game. Uh, and we want to dive a little bit into your journey over the past 12 months and how it shaped you where you are and, and what you see uh, in the future for yourself. So, um, yeah, so we might jump into a bit of an introduction about yourself, kind of for people uh, that don't know, Laura is a client down here at DBPT. Uh, she's been down here for what, the last year or so? Yeah, a bit over a year yeah, now. A bit, a over, bit a year. over a year, yeah. Um, yeah. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm Laura. I'm a primary school teacher and um, like Luke and Dave said, I train here at DBPT. Um, I guess a bit about myself, I've always been quite sporty growing up, loved sport, um, played a lot of sport throughout school and then I think when I finished high school, I was a bit like, where do I go now? I was a bit lost. joined a gym. Now looking back, I don't know how I went there. Like I'd do 10 minutes on the treadmill, 10 minutes on the rower, maybe (laughs) another 10 minutes on the treadmill and be like, all right, that's it. Done for the day. Um, I remember a time actually I pulled up into the gym car park and I was like, no, not going in today. And I drove home. Yeah. Yeah, And now I'm like, I cannot believe I ever did that. It's a completely different relationship. So different to now. There must have been a part of you that sort of enjoyed that at, at some point, though. Like, I know, was it, I think you had a couple of training buddies over there that you really enjoyed going to the yeah. gym with. And um, I think you sort of mentioned before that you sort of weren't aware as to the different training methodologies and how to fuel your body. And um, you're sort of just not really going in there with a the purpose. Yeah. Just like- burn calories and... Yeah, um, I mean, the year before coming to here, I think um, I was re- I was happy in training. I'd learned a bit over my few years after finishing school and, you know, we were doing heavier squats and deadlifts and, you know, lots of bicep curls and I could see muscles starting to develop and I really enjoyed it. I had yeah. a really good friend there. We'd meet at 5.15 every morning or three mornings a week um, and I loved it. But now I'm like, 
how did I do that? Like, yeah. I just love this so much more. Yeah. And, and what do you think has been the, di- the point of difference? Um, look, I think I love the whole thing about CrossFit that it's, um, it's not just about being in the gym. Like, I can read about it. I can watch it. I can listen yeah, to cool. it. Like, it's a whole community sort of thing. Um, and I think the competitiveness of it as well. Yeah. Has been a big changing point. I have a purpose to train harder, to be better. And that progression. Yeah. Kind of obsessed with that progression. And yeah. Trying to be better. And better I do like to win. Better, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually interesting. I, I haven't stopped to think about that before um, in regards to CrossFit as mm. being able to, you know, go pick up a couple of books or listen to a podcast. And, and it's not just something that you sort of participate in at the gym. So yeah. that's really cool, yeah. It's just growing as well. So I think, yeah, there's so much out there. There's Facebook groups. There's like the whole community that they kind of started with was kind of within the box. But I think with the online and everything now, it's just like you could be talking to someone from a total different country about yeah. you know, a similar workout or something. There's this this consistency in the nature of what CrossFit is. And I think that enables it to be international and kind of it has really no boundaries at the moment yeah and again back to your sort of competitiveness like when i was kickboxing like that's what i really enjoyed about that like i could Mm. train and then i could put it into practice and where did my skills line up and and um how did i go under pressure and deal with the stress and that was really exciting And, and when i moved out of the kickboxing gym it was like oh what's next like it was never about looking you know, really good to me. It was about what I was capable of it doing with my body and, and achieving. And, and that's how I fell into CrossFit. So knowing that you were really sporty growing up, mm. um, it was a, it's a pretty good fit for you because you can, you got the open, um, you can, you see where you sit within your own gym. Um, there's workouts online that you can sort of compare yourself to. So yeah, that's really cool. So the CrossFit, CrossFit aspect, but what else? What else has drawn you to here? What else makes you think that, um, you know, it's different and, you know, you you don't know how you were doing it before? I think um, seeing, like, reflecting back over the last year, like, thinking about those first few months when I was here, the things that I couldn't do and now being able to do them and, like, I've just gotten so much stronger and so much fitter and I just love that. Like, Mm -hmm. I love feeling strong Mm -hmm. and... But it's not just a strength program. Like you're getting strong and fit at the same time. Yeah. And I just yeah. love that feeling yeah. of being strong and fit. Yeah. And Because you're not really compromising anything. Though, no. You know, you know what I mean? You're still, yeah. you're still swimming. You're still running. You can come in here and hit a heavy deadlift session. You're, you're doing so many different training modalities. You just There's just variety and variety. Mm. Um, and there's so many. there's always something to work on. And, you know, since... Coming here, I don't think I've ever really done the same workout twice. Yeah. And I come six days a week now. Like yeah. every day is different. Yeah. And I just love that. It's not like, okay, 20 reps of bicep curls. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's have a Next week, break. 21. Yeah. 20, yeah, yeah. Like just yeah. the same thing over and over. Like it's so different and exciting. And Yeah. I think um, the developing of skills is a, is a big one in, in CrossFit because of that mixed modality uh, I think from uh, a business owner's point of view as well, it, it's really good for retention. Mm. Um, but from a client point of view, it, it's really good because, you know, something we'll dive into is your amazing body composition results. But uh, we know that takes time. 
Mm. Right. So if you're just going to the gym to burn calories and look better, uh, you can have a really hard time and mm -hmm. it can be a little bit of an emotional roller coaster and you can lose uh, that motivation quite click quickly. But if you're coming in and one day you, you couldn't kick up to do your first handstand and, and you know, a month later you're doing some handstand push ups, like that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep showing up, you're going to keep putting in every day. So, um, and like, I sort of said to you the other day, like, I want you to get out there and start riding your bike and I want you yeah. to swim and I want you to be able to do everything because, you know, um, fitness isn't just in a gym. Mm. It's the ability to be able to go out um, and perform any task at the best of your ability. So, um, you know, like, are you fit to be a teacher? You know, when we look at the word fitness and we look at the word fit, it's um, quite broad and can be used to describe any task being done. So that's what I love about you. You know, you were out with the girls the other day doing Sublime Point and you're in the pool swimming. And yeah. that's a really cool thing about, um, you know, having you around at DBPT and, and, and what you bring to the gym down yeah, here. It can get very... It can be very easy to just get stuck in a workout by workout mentality and it's what after what and it's what's what's today's what or it's another barbell movement it's another this it's another that but i think when you can look at it and you can look at your week and you're, you're packing it full of different things and mm. especially in the australian summer you you're out as, as dave said you're, you're bushwalking you're running you're swimming you're doing all these different things but it's not affecting that you're training in it's not affecting your training in here and vice versa if anything they're complementing each other and i think that's a that's a really cool thing because it's not only great for the physical side of things, like obviously the, the byproducts are again going to be improved body composition, that kind of thing most mm. of the time. But just for the mental side of thing, like yeah. get, as you said, getting out of the gym and just being present and, and enjoying yourself. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, the other day um, I thought I'll run to the gym. I'll see mm. how I go. I looked it up on my phone. It was 6.2 Ks and I thought, mm. all right, maybe I'll get 2 Ks. And I started running and then I just kept running and kept running and then I was here. <laughs> and I was like, wow, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I haven't, I haven't been running yeah, like yeah. other than when we do run here yeah, to yeah, pole yeah. number six yeah. and back. Yeah. And it just shows, you know, CrossFit really just makes you fit for yeah. every, in, like in all aspects. In all aspects yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, we, we noticed it as well. Like me and Luke were swimming for a little bit and we hadn't been running and then we sort of um, went and hit the trails and it was like, We'd never stop running, mm. you know. There's so many ways that we can uh, train our aerobic capacity. It doesn't have to be in one specific manner. And, and that's what I think if you can get a good pro uh, CrossFit program, that's what it allows you to do. So, Yeah, for sure. But it was uh, Fittest on the Field, wasn't it, that sort of got your attention at first and, and made you want to make the, the bit of a transition. So uh, your husband was competing for us. Yep. So Keith was coming here for a few months and – Every morning he would do the 6am class and at about 7.15 my phone would ring and he'd just tell me the workout that you guys did for the day. <laughs> and I was like, all right. He, like it was cool at the start, but I was here saying EMOM and AMRAP and I'm like, I don't really know what you're talking about, but yeah, cool, sounds yeah. good. He's like, we did this and that. And I was like, all right, yeah. like awesome. Didn't mean but, much to you. you know, it was sort of white noise a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he was doing his first comp and I was like, I'll come and watch you. And I was just like, I wish I was wearing training gear right now. Like I just wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I want to do that. Yeah. And then joined up and there was the in-house comp. Yep. And I was 
because I had some good friends at my old gym and I was like, I'm just going to do it for six weeks. I'll do the in-house comp <laughs> and be I'll, back. Be back. I'll be back. I said, yeah. I will be back. And they're like, you won't be. And I said, trust me, I'll be back. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I never went back. Never went back, yeah. Um, yeah. No, that was really cool. And I think that's the, the best thing about CrossFit or functional fitness, like that fittest on the field. I mean, they do a great job. They've got DJs, mm, like everyone's so in a really cool. good um, mood. It's really yeah. cool location, like down by the water. And, and you know, that's what fitness should be. Mm. It should be something fun with your friends that challenges you. Um, and, you know, to sort of hear Keith say, come back to the show, Laura's keen. She's yeah. going to come join up. Yeah. She's going to come join up. Um, and for anyone listening, that is Keith from episode three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's another great episode, guys. Uh, give that one a listen. So you came, you joined. Yeah. Um, and there was a period of time where there was quite a bit of frustration. Yeah. Um, you wanted to be able to do everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you couldn't do it, there was a couple of little... Dave, why can't I do this? Uh, moments. That's changed a lot now. Yeah. Uh, why do you think that is? Look, I think um, Keith said to me once, and I still remember it, and I think about it before I come here, but I didn't have a very good attitude towards training. Like I did, but I would get frustrated quickly, like you said, and I'd get the shits if I couldn't get it, and some mornings I'd turn up still yawning, and, yeah. you know, I'd... It was hurting a lot, so I was getting shitty. (laughs) And he said to me one day, he said, you put a real downer on my workout today. And I thought, that's not fair. Like, I was not having a good attitude. And then I I didn't really think, I wasn't thinking about the other people in the gym. But, you know, when someone comes in and they are yawning, or they're cracking the shits, like, it's not nice. Yeah, it's impacting everyone else, yeah. yeah. And then I thought, you know, that was sort of one moment that I remembered being like, I need to change my attitude. And, you know, for the people that train here with Keith, he's got an incredible attitude towards training. Like he's just always a hundred percent ready to go. And when you're not feeling it and you hear Keith or you see him, (laughs) it's exciting. And you are like, okay, come on. If he can do it, I can do it. Like, So I think just sort of trying to change my mindset a bit and being a bit more conscious, you know, other people are here not to listen to me whinge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess I've also had to trust in the process that mm. knowing I would get there and I would get stronger. And I think something about CrossFit is it takes a long time to learn the technique yeah. properly. Like you can do it wrong, but you're, you're not going to get very far. Yeah. So spending that time with the Dow stick and just using a bar, like it's hard at the start. Yeah. But I think you see, like now I'm like, wow, seeing the things that my body can do, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I see that on the gym floor, like there'll be something that's not quite right when you're um, hitting your snatches or something. You're like, okay, I'll back off the weight a little bit and Mm -hmm. um, just work with an empty bar or whatnot. And it takes a lot... um, it takes a lot to be able to do that, mm. you know. Uh, too many people to forget to uh, forget to leave their ego at the door, and it's like they've got to impress everyone. And um, you know, to have the ability to say, "Okay, this isn't feeling right. Let's drop it back." Mm-hmm. Ask Luke. Ask Dave. What's going on? How can I address it? And then you know, you Keith, Ben, all those guys. You're the first to sort of rock up 
prior to a session and, and, you know, do a bit of a warm up or, or practice those things Mm. beforehand. So that conversation has sort of shifted your mindset, but now it's also one that you bring to the gym and inspire others with. Mm. You know, and that's really cool as well. So yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Now I put you in that same light as Keith. Like mm. you're now you're picking people up, and you're you're doing the, a very similar job there. Um, and I think it's it's helpful to have a, a, a female do that as well. I think you're inspiring a lot of the a lot of the younger girls coming through, which, 100%. Is, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Now I know prior to coming here as well, like you'd done a lot of like challenges, twelve weeks, six weeks. I'm just wondering, do you think like that's where that sort of uh, impatience came from because like you'd done all these challenges before where you just expect results um, at the end of them. Uh, you you want to be, be able to go in and train for four, six, eight weeks and, and, and have a two times body weight back squat or, or whatever. <laughs> do, you, do you think uh, coming from a place where there was a start and a finish uh, maybe had an influence on, on that? Definitely. I think now the main thing that I've learned is that nothing will happen overnight and it's so much longer than you think it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, all those challenges that I did, I wanted after 12 weeks to have abs. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. now I'm like, that is just ridiculous. Like, yeah. and I, I, I think I used to, you know, read all the quotes like it happened. It takes about a year or like it's 80% nutrition and yeah. all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was impatient and I was yeah. like, I want it now. I want to be stronger and fitter now, but I guess I wasn't willing to put in the work that needed to be done, mm-hmm. but I guess I didn't realize what needed to be done at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's, I think, um, lack of information to or, or education on, on the part of the, the uh, facilities that you had been to before mm. um, where they're just selling you on a, an outcome mm. rather than, you know, teaching you the skills and developing the, the tools that you need to make it suit your lifestyle. Yeah. And I think once you have that, you start to realize that it is a process and you start to enjoy the process as well. And I think how you do anything is how you do everything. So I think even with that mentality, whether it be your nutrition or your training or anything like that, you're always looking short term and you mm. always will if that's what you always do. So yeah. was there a particular point? Was it was it the training that was the catalyst to kind of, you know, hold on, let's let's focus on the long term or was it, you know, was it doing this external research on the CrossFit athletes and realizing that this is going to take time if I want it. Like, was there, uh, you know, like a, a certain point that that kind of pushed you? Or I think reflecting back, the one thing that really sort of was the turning point for me mm-hmm. was when I started to look at nutrition as how I feel and fueling my body for the workouts, not to look a certain way, but it was um, the we did a challenge here at the gym. And I think it was 10 weeks and I'm sort of the type where if every day is not perfect, well then um, I can't finish the 12 weeks. Like if in week six I have one bad day, that's it. I'm done. I can't do any more. Which now, you know, I look back and I think so silly. One bad day is nothing. Um, And it was at the end of the 10 weeks that I was like, okay, I'm going to start today. And that was the first time that I was like, there's no end. 
there was no time limit. It was just every day I'm going to do something mm -hmm. to be better. Yeah. And I sat down with you, Dave, when we started looking at timing my carbs. Yeah. So looking at like having good carbs at lunchtime to train in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And if I was doing a morning session the next day, having good carbs with dinner. And I think changing my mindset to look at, well, what's this food doing for me to train better? Mm -hmm. That's when it sort of all started to fall into place. Yeah. Because I, I think I was more aware. So the days that I wouldn't eat the best or I'd go out on the weekends and, mm -hmm. you know, Monday morning training was hell. Yeah. It didn't feel good. Yeah. And I didn't like feeling like that. So the better I ate, the better I felt. Which and it just kept going. It just yeah. was it just, a that, cycle a that kept happening. Cycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that mentality with with the carbohydrates coming out of some of these challenges as well that you got to restrict them. And mm. there's a there's a there's a process in um, changing someone's eating habits, uh, and especially if they're scared of having carbohydrates if you can sort of educate them that it is a fuel source and yep. um you know bring in some times to uh eat them where they they feel like they're not gonna go you know like i can't eat before i go to sleep because i'm gonna get fat yeah, mm. yeah. you know like bringing them in and you know over that time we just kept increasing your carbs and increasing yeah. your carbs mm. and increasing your carbs and yeah. you're like what amazing yeah and you started having a large quantity of carbohydrates and mm. you're dropping body fat and yeah. you now have a six pack. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You can see how like you've, you've got something like you've got something that Laura really values, which is be her training. And then you've gone, okay, how can we use nutrition to positively impact one of the things that she prioritizes? So it's yeah. going to be training. So mm. that's going to be the first step. And then I think it's from there, it's just this ripple effect where, you know, how else can I optimize my training? And then as we as we say, that's a byproduct of looking better. And before you know mm -hmm. it, you're more, you're looking better than Keith, let's say. <laughs> everyone's, thinking it, everyone's thinking it, guys. Yeah, we just haven't said it. <laughs> yeah, look, it, it's a process. And I think one of the last things we sort of sat down and spoke about was prioritizing some recovery. Mm. You know, so um, it's been a really cool 12 months and like you said there's been no end date on it and we've switched that mentality off and you've achieved so much in your performance in the gym how you feel uh your, your positive attitude that you bring each and every day um and now you you look the best you know that you've ever ever looked so it's been incredible and it's that shift in mindset when there's no end date mm. You achieve so so much more. Yep. There's no pressure. No it's pressure. Just doing little it's things just, every what day. What can I do today to be better for tomorrow? Yeah. And then every day is a and is new that, day. Is that switch? Was that switch hard for you? Do you think it was a, a process through all these trial and error of these of these challenges together? Like it's 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 easy. I guess it's easy to say. It's easy to be like, all right, let's focus on the long term. But putting that into practice, the difficulty of that. You know, how, how is that? That's what I think now, you know. I think really it was eight years since I left school. So yeah. that's eight years of trial and error. You know, I did mm -hmm. F45, I did Michelle Bridges, I did a number of 12-week challenges of different online programs. Mm -hmm. And I think if I hadn't done all those, I don't know if I would be where I am yeah, today. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it was all those, you know, I trialed carb cycling, I tried vegan for a little while, yeah. like... If I hadn't tried all those, I don't think overnight you can just say, yeah, mm -hmm. just focus on the end game. Yeah. yeah. 
because it's not as simple as that. It was all those trial and errors and... A bit of frustration. A lot of frustration, <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, yeah. yeah. People get to a point, you know, and it's like, I've had enough, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, and something's got to change. Mm. So you've done really well. And what do you, what do you think as well, um, you know, a part of that being the environment you're in now? A hundred percent, like... You know, I think being at the same gym as Keith is awesome. Like, we come here in the morning, we train together. We talk about the session that we just did. We go home, we watch more CrossFit. <laughs> we talk about the workouts that they, like, the yeah, CrossFit yeah. athletes do. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, having him at home and he's so excited about it, I'm so excited about it. And I think seeing each other in the gym, we can, like, I'm so proud of him. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, like I said before, when he'd tell me about the workouts, I'd be like, yeah, cool. But now I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I know how yeah. hard it is. And yeah. to learn those skills when I see him linking like 25 muscle-ups yeah. in a row, yeah. I can appreciate how hard that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and I think now, like I was saying to you, Dave, the other day, like, my social time now is here at the gym yeah. mm. and with these people, like we finish on a Saturday and we'll go out for breakfast together and then be like, do you guys want to go for a swim? And yeah. yeah, we all go for a swim. Like surrounding yourself with those like-minded people has made such a difference. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's so cool. Like um, just to see you guys like huddled over at the door or we're all going for a swim and it's happening more and more often. Mm. And, there's new members that are coming into the gym like Kira and Soph yeah. and, um, you know, they're, they're attracted to your vibe straight away and, and they cool. want to be a part of what you're doing and you're living a very healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, you can have fun being active and, yeah. and going for your hikes and your walks and swimming and, and doing all those things together. So finding a place that brings the best out in you is extremely important yeah and then finding people that challenge you and, and ask more of you um it just helps you grow and develop as a person yeah yeah i think if it was um always just like even uh talking about you versus the females and it was always just kind of people coming in fat loss was their goal they didn't really um prioritize performance as much as you did mm -hmm. you're always just kind of versing yourself it's a little bit different but when we've got new girls coming in, they're challenging you in the strength and then, you know, they're challenging you in the fitness or you've yep. got young Sophie coming in 19. Oh my God. She's an She's animal. Incredible. Like, yeah. You're surrounding yourself exactly what you said in an environment that's really supportive. Everyone wants to see everyone do the best, but yep. also really competitive. So you're always trying to be better. Yeah. Yeah, like seeing um, this morning, 6am, seeing Laura, Soph and Sarah on the <laughs> rower. <laughs> They're all just like Looking watching at each, each other's other screen. Looking like, how many is she done? All right, yeah, I better yeah. go harder. Uh, absolutely yeah. loving each other and yeah. supporting each other, but at the same time pushing each other to be better. And, um, you know, I think that is so important just to find, like, it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be CrossFit. It, it can be any place or any style of training but you mm. just have to enjoy it you have yeah. to enjoy it you have to enjoy the people that you're surrounded with and um like i said they sort of have to ask more of you every time you're in yeah you know what else are you going to bring to the table to help me lift today so um and you've helped create and build that environment here so you should be extremely proud of yourself mm. so where are we at now what's the new goals look i um this year I've sort of set myself three goals and one is more about like strength and fitness and other ones around mindset and then one around nutrition. Um, 
I'm really happy with where I've gotten to now. Mm -hmm. And I guess my ultimate goal is just to be better, like Mm -hmm. be stronger, be fitter. And, you know, like we said before, the way my body looks now, it's that's just an added bonus. Like Mm -hmm. I sort of stopped worrying about that. Like it was cool. I was looking in the mirror being like, wow, this is cool. But that wasn't my goal. My goal was to, you know, be stronger, be fitter, and then that just sort of happened. And beautiful byproduct. Very beautiful. <laughs> not, not me. But <laughs> yeah, right, okay. I mean, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> and now, look at me now. I'm beautiful. Yeah. Look at beautiful guys. I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, so you just want to keep developing on your skills. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And have you put a bit of a plan of attack in place for that? Yeah. So I've got. Um, my main like uh, strength goal is I want to do some RX comps this year. Yeah. So I've got four little goals under that of how I'm going to get there. So I want to do four strength sessions every week. Um, I want to hang on. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten. Pull, pull out the goals. Yeah. You know you're going to pick up a gymnastic session. Yeah. Once or twice a week and spend. 30 minutes on that, I remember we discussed. Oh, yeah. So um, oh, I wanted to get my first muscle up, which I ended up getting just before 2020. So yep. now, you know, linking muscle ups. Um, I want to add in a recovery session and do some past RX comp workouts. Yeah, so cool. I think all of those things, it's not uh, either I fail or I do it yeah like it's just something to keep working on all the time which I've tried to be a bit more mindful of yeah cool you know like I said with the 12-week challenge if it wasn't perfect I wasn't happy yeah so I've tried to do some goals that are just working progress working progress yeah Yeah. exactly um kind of open-ended so they're not like yeah by this time exactly because then if you don't then what Yeah. yeah yeah well I think um I think when it comes to strength, fitness, uh, I think with body composition, there is some limitations, right? Because at some point, if you want to walk around ripped with a six pack all year round, um, you do have to give up quite a lot. But I think when it comes to the physical side of things, there really is no limitations. Like you can continue to add five, 10 kilos to a squat, extra bar muscle up. Now can I do you know, what, what's my ma- max bar muscle ups in a 30 second period? Like you can just keep building mm-hmm. and building and building. There's never going to be an end date. Yeah. So what about the mindset though? There was a couple of things that uh, was really cool with that. There was some reading. So yeah, so I've, um, one of my goals is I want to do one media free day. Yeah, cool. Um, so social media, social media, well, TV. that was my day yesterday. Oh, cool. So social media, I didn't go on it all day. No TV, but when I got home, Keith had YouTube CrossFit on and I started watching it. We were watching it and then I went, oh my God, he goes, what? I go, it was my media free day today. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I wasn't just sitting mindlessly watching TV. So, you know, you got to start somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to try and meditate once a week. And like you said, Dave, meditation doesn't have to be that sitting with your legs crossed, eyes closed. I did try that. I got six minutes in and it felt like it had been about 20. Yeah. Um, So I just thought I'd give it a go. But, you know, going for a walk, listening to Headspace on YouTube, you know, 
being a bit more mindful. Taking your dogs out, you know, we sort of spoke about that was something that I enjoy, like maybe just leaving the phone at home and just sort of being present Mm. um, with with the dogs and going for the walk and just being with your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reading before bed. Beautiful. Um, Listening to one podcast a week. And I want to do a bit of journaling. So I've sort of got this new journal and each week you write out your goals for the week. And then each day you write, what have you done to achieve those goals? So I've been looking at that at the end of every day, which is cool because I'm not getting to Sunday and going, shit, I haven't done that. How am I going to do it now? Like on Tuesday, I'm thinking, okay, because I want to, I'll get, that's in my next bit, but one meat-free day yep. a week. I've got a few days to be thinking about it, getting ready, yeah, going, okay, I'll do it, it on Friday. Yeah, planning yeah. for it, not getting yeah. to Sunday and going, oh, I haven't done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just my other ones about nutrition. So I'm going to try do eating out only a maximum of two times a week. Perfect. Which is challenging, mm-hmm. but um, I like to know what's in my food and I feel like... I eat a lot more when I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes don't make the best choices, which isn't always a bad thing. And I just want to say on that as well, I think part of that was that uh, we w- we wanted you to get a little bit more creative with your cooking as yeah. well. Yeah. So choosing a night, a week where maybe she's already been to the shops and found a recipe and got some fresh ingredients and yeah. got a little bit creative and tried something different. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that was going to be something challenging for you as well. And, and yeah. you know, I like the idea of being able to cook some some really nice... I know Luke's sharing around at the moment the girls have been raving about some of his uh, uh, recipes. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, cook, I cook them all up and they taste amazing. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to brag, but fuck, I'm good in the kitchen. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's a really cool goal for you as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Two litres of water a day. I know it sounds, you know, for a lot of people, I think that's easy, but Mm -hmm. that's just something I feel like I've always struggled with. And, you know, being a teacher, we have set times that we can go to the toilet, so I can't just sit and smash a (laughs) litre of water. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue my no added sugar and, yeah, cook one new meal a week. Perfect. Yeah. And what I I think I like um, about that is, is you've taken a completely different, outlook to goal setting Mm. you've taken a really holistic approach how can i better myself how can i improve uh my mental health and clarity how can i improve my body composition that isn't necessarily just tracking my calories hitting my protein all the rest of it there's some meditation there's some journaling um there's some uh walking and and uh social media free days all of those things Mm are going to help you become the best version of yourself. Mm. And I truly believe help improve your body composition as well, you know, reduce stress, mental clarity. Mm. And you're just setting yourself up for success. Mm. It's not like you're just in here training for the hour and then you'll eat okay over the weekend and then you'll just be on your phone all the time and you'll not be exercising any other time. It's it's doing everything um, as you're doing in here and it's taking that and and using it in, in other aspects, which is really cool. 
Yeah, and I think uh, just on that, for those that don't really uh, like journaling or, or haven't tried that, there's a, a really cool free app called The Way of Life. Um, and it's very similar. You can sort of add some uh, daily to-do th- uh, to-do lists uh, in regards to your goals. So you can make an action plan, go in, check the dot each day, and then it gives you a progress st- status at the end of the day and the end of the week to sort of see how successful you've been. So um, look that up, Way of Life. It's a, it's a green app. Yeah, so. and, and also, like you've been thinking about goal setting, implementing things for quite a while now. So obviously, as we said, over the years, so it might not be achievable or attainable for a lot of people to start checking in every single day, yeah. and checking a whole lot of lists off and you know doing all those different things through the week you've been through a process and that you've mm-hmm. slowly refined that to know what you can do and what you what you're gonna be able to achieve so i think that's important to note that um it's completely individual to you like yeah. there might be people totally struggling with their weight and they're going oh i drink two liters of water like you know what yeah. I mean? it is yeah. just so yeah, individual to you so uh, i think uh, obviously dave's helped you a lot there so i think mm. just finding for, for everyone kind of listening finding someone that you can kind of um, and I'm sure you've bounced off ideas with Keith as well. So just yeah. finding someone that's going to support you and that's going to be able to help that. Yeah, 100%. So I guess uh, one of the biggest uh, factors that come into uh, attaining your goals or, or sticking to uh, what you've mapped out for the year or the, or the week or the month uh, is dealing with willpower and self-control. Mm-hmm. Is there any strategies that you've put in place over the past 12 months to sort of eliminate the chances of... Uh, you know, uh, compromising, uh, you know, what what your intentions have been for the day? So um, I was never really a morning person. My alarm would go off, I would snooze it 10 times and I would come up with an excuse of why I couldn't get to the gym. So it would always be, oh, I haven't packed my lunchbox. So I can't do that yeah, before it's I take get too to long. the gym. Yep. Oh, I haven't got my work clothes in my bag ready to go can't make it to the gym or I'm a bit tired or, Mm. you know, a thousand and one excuses you can come up with when that alarm goes off. So I started doing things, you know, before I went to bed, making sure my lunchbox was packed, making sure my work clothes were in my bag, bags packed, ready to go. Um, When I first started, I would wear my gym clothes to sleep. (laughs) I would sleep in them. I would get up. All I had to do, I had really. No idea about that. Yeah. I wore my socks to bed in primary school. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> I'd wash my face and I was done. I had no reason not to like. If you're wearing your gym gear yeah. and you don't go to the gym, like yeah. that's really bad. Mm. And Keith used to be like, "That's disgusting, wearing your clothes to bed and training." And I'm like, "But if I get there." I don't care. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I mean, I don't have to do that anymore. Now my alarm goes off, I get up, I go. Yeah. But, you know, it was all those times of pressing snooze. And then the days I wouldn't press snooze, you're one little bit stronger. Yeah. To the next day, building that habit. Yeah. And yeah. And I think too many people rely on their willpower. Mm. Mm. Right. And uh, willpower sucks. It doesn't show up all the time. Um, and the mind has plenty of ways to uh, trick you into doing what you don't, what you should be doing. So having some strategies in place to make sure that you can't give in to those yeah, excuses I mean, yeah. is Initially, vital. it's so important to make it as easy for yourself mm-hmm. and the, the follow that path of least resistance. We don't want to just jump straight into the deep end. Yeah. A hundred percent. Now, I think... Uh, We've 
all made this sound super easy. So <laughs> is there any challenges you've faced along the way and, and had to overcome? Um, look, I think like we were saying before, you know, I had that attitude of I was either all in or nothing. And as soon as I made one little mistake, I had to start again on a Monday. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like if you messed up on a Tuesday, why would you wait all those days yeah. to start again? Yeah. And, you know, I, I used to, <laughs> this is so bad <laughs> now, but like every Friday night, I used to go and buy a big block of Cadbury chocolate <laughs> and I would start, I just have the top line and yep. then the second line and then <laughs> it'd be halfway gone and I'd be like, shit, I should stop. So I put it in the fridge i will be watching TV. That was all I could think about. So yeah. I had to finish the block. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't leave it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I start, I think you just have to look at what works for you. You know, for me, I was all or nothing. Like I would feel sick, but I would keep eating that chocolate because there was something about leaving the packet open. Mm. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. I'd open a pack of Tim Tams. I would eat them all. <laughs> and then I'd feel disgusting, but I would do it the next okay. Friday and then the next Friday. And then it was just this habit that I was in. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, I said to myself, all right, I'm not going to have sugar. And I know that sounds extreme for some people, but like it took out that decision. Like, do I get it? Do I not? How much do I have? Does it yeah. fit my Mac? Like I just didn't have to think about it anymore because the answer was just no. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did that in 2017 for four months. And that was, we, we were getting married in April. Mm -hmm. So I had that. That was my like goal. Yeah. Then we got married and like, it wasn't that, it was hard, but like I did it. Yep. It got easier and easier every week. Mm -hmm. Then we went on our honeymoon and I was like, I'll just have a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> anyway, the cycle yeah. started again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 2018, I sort of just tried to break it down a little bit and I, you know, I'd have soft drink here and there. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, right, the only drinks you can have this year is water or a bit of milk. Yep. And that's because I like to have coffee. Yep. And then that was sort of, it sort of started there. And then it, I think it wasn't really till I was here and I had Dave keeping me accountable. And every week I knew I would meet up with you. Yeah. And you'd get out those pinch things. The calibers. And like, they're not going to lie. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're going to, yeah. you're going to know if I've yeah. been eating yeah. blocks of chocolate, which I wasn't by the time... I met up with you, Dave, but I think I was still, I didn't know a lot about the types of foods I was eating. And, you know, you had said to me, there's this area where there's a lot of fat being stored. Mm. Are you eating these types of carbs? And I was like, oh yeah, well I am. Yeah. yeah. So I guess now my thing I've been trying to do is just limit processed foods. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if that made a lot of sense. But no. Yeah. You... <laughs> There's a thing called, uh, Steve Jobs um, popularized it. There's a thing called decision-making mm. fatigue. Mm -hmm. um, and he'd get up every morning and wear the same shirt every day because he believed that if he had to get up in the morning and, and choose a different shirt, that he was going to fatigue that decision-making ability throughout the rest of the day. I had to do it with drinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was. I had no self-control. I couldn't go to the pub and just have one beer with the boys 
um, it would always end up six, eight, and I'd be there the whole night. Yep. So my decision was just to eliminate that altogether at that point of time mm-hmm. until I understood the benefits of it. Uh, waking up without my alarm, um, having more energy, uh, feeling fitter and healthier. Mm. So there's no doubt in my mind that you could go back and, and quite easily uh, introduce some chocolate and some sweets into your diet now and, and have that self-control. But I think it, there is a, a point with some some people that they do have to just stay yeah. away from it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, again, it completely depends on the individual. 100% it depends on the individual, yeah. You don't... No one knows you as well as you know yourself. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got that addictive personality where you, in the past, whether it be alcohol or sugar or whatever it might be, um, and you know that you can't have any self-control around that, mm. sometimes it's better to just go black or white, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. And yeah, as, exactly. as you said, it, it takes away that question. Yeah. Um, you start looking for other ways that you can um, start making desserts or, you know, eating more food yeah. or yeah, stuff 100%. like that. You start yeah. looking at ways to quote unquote cope with what you what you're doing. Mm. Um, and I think it totally is dependent on the person. I myself I can have that kind of balance and kinda of, I like to think that I can have that <laughs> self control. Um, but yeah, no one knows you as well as you. So I think if you're looking to make choices, think back at what's worked, what yeah. hasn't worked, yeah. use that to your advantage. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it hasn't been smooth sailing. There's obviously no. been some obstacles and you've had to overcome them. But like, I think what all that comes back down to is education. Yeah. Right. So uh, you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. you read, you're always trying to better yourself in that regards. Um, you're always asking questions. So you're always asking me something, Luke something. You're, you're always wanting to learn more in that regards as well. And then you've got Keith Mm -hmm. and the other people at the gym. So we can sort of see there how your environment um, can help you overcome those challenges as well. Um, Not trying to to do it on your own um, and being around people that are going to help support that decision making too. So um, I think for the next 12 months, I think the whole self-control thing um, isn't quite an issue anymore. Yeah. Um, you're still going to face obstacles along the way and we're going to have to find ways to overcome them. Uh, I know for quite some time uh, you were trying for that bar muscle up. (laughs) (laughs) It was getting quite frustrating and I could see some old habits come back in. Uh, But you were patient and and you finally got it. And it's going to be no different um, throughout the next 12 months with the comps you've got lined up and and the skills you want to develop. So... Mm. um, what I think we spoke about at the end of last week's podcast, the inevitable adversity. You know, you're going to come up against something, yeah. um, but you'll have the the tools uh, and people around you to help you overcome it and, and keep pushing forward. And it goes back to what you said before about being all in, in or not. Too many people give up mm. the minute they're challenged um, or can't get something right. And... You know, I don't believe you ever fail. I believe you quit, mm. right? At some point, we have to be smart enough and, and reasonable reasonable enough to realize that there's some things in our life that we're just not going to uh, be the best at or, or be able to do. But for the most part, the only time you're not going to achieve your goals uh, is, when you, is when you give up on them. 
So uh, I'm excited to see what you do with this year. Mm. And um, I think you've built a solid foundation over the last 12 months that, uh, you know, this year is just going to be even bigger and better. Because mm. yeah. I think you, you win or you learn. So yeah. I think you've, yeah. what, you, what you've been able to implement and what's worked has been great. But we've discussed a whole bunch of stuff that didn't work. Yeah. So I think, but you're only, you, I think we spoke about it last week. You're not going to know that unless you try. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So maybe you can offer three tips for making and adhering uh, to change. So I guess my first one would be start small and remember it's not a race. It's not 12 weeks. It's forever. Mm-hmm. So you just choose, like lately I've just been thinking, what's one thing I can do today to make me better for tomorrow? Just one. Yeah. Like if you're just doing one thing, you're already better. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, you know, waiting till Monday. I've got to start everything on Monday and try to do 20 things. Like yeah. just start with one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, education, like read books, listen to podcasts, read the labels on the back of packaged foods. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was my one big thing. I really learned a lot the year that I gave up sugar. Because, you know, I read books about the scientific behind what sugar does to your body. Yeah. I read a book, um, I Quit Sugar by Sarah Wilson. That was a really, I really enjoyed reading that. And then I started just to educate myself a bit more. And now I can, now I can go into the shops and I know what things I can and can't buy. Yeah. But I used to go and it would take me like two and a half hours to do my yeah. grocery <laughs> shop. Because I would be reading the back of all the labels but the amount of sugar that's in foods that you wouldn't expect it to be in yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I feel a bit more empowered now that I'm making good decisions for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, set up routines that work for you. Like I said, you know, if you snooze your alarm 10 times, like I've just started now as of this week setting one alarm. I'm known for like Keith kills me because (laughs) in the morning I'll set five alarms that are two minutes apart. (laughs) He's like, can you just get up? (laughs) So I've just, as of this week, and that's because I listened to one of the Ben Virgin podcasts and it said about setting your alarm. Yeah. Make a commitment to yourself and do it. So I've been setting my alarm. As soon as it goes off, I get up. Actually, that's one thing that I've heard you say quite regularly to people out there and even to myself. Dave, you said you were going to do this. Why didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's keeping... It, a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. Like, it's the, your integrity. Mm. Like, if you say you're going to get up and go to the gym tomorrow, get up and go to the gym. Don't mm. care how you feel. Mm. Right? And like you said before, every time you do that, you become stronger for it. And just that you said that, I think um, telling people what your goals are, tell people what you're doing, like be accountable to yourself, but tell other people. Yeah. Because when other people know... Like you, you say I'm gonna to come to the six a.m. class, and then they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like they know that you know. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. You don't fool anyone. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's accountability so, by community, um, exactly. by friends. So I think it's really important as well. Yeah. And it's nice then, you know, people message you and say, "Where were you?" Yeah. Yeah. Like then you're like, "Oh, people care." Yeah. hundred yeah. percent, especially if they're the supportive friends yeah. that are actually on the same path with you. Yeah. Very beneficial. Mm. And what else? Um, That's it. So just setting routines, so, you yeah. know, around around things that may trip you up, and and making sure that you're, yeah. um, I guess, foolproof 
when it comes to relying on your mm. your willpower and motivation. So what's driving you now and, and what's the future look like? Look, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think what drives me the most now is just how good I feel. Like, I feel the best I've ever felt. I just love training. Like, yeah. I'm on holidays now and I'm up every day at 5 a.m. coming into the gym. <laughs> like, it's Friday lunchtime. I've done nine sessions this yeah. week. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. Like, so I guess what's driving me at the moment is just, I just love it. Like yeah. I just yeah. said, you know. It's just and a part of life now. It's just a part of life. And yeah. I love that, you know, it's here at the gym. I'm eating health. Like it's, I feel like just everything's finally come together. Yeah. And like we were saying before, I feel like maybe I have made it sound a bit easy because it's not easy. Like this has been nine years in the making for me at least. Yeah. yeah. Like of really, like nutrition's been hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like now I just feel so good. I feel fit. I feel strong. I just love being able to share this with Keith as well. Like yeah. I think the last year of our marriage has probably been the best year. Because we're just so excited for each other and like we just have something to be so passionate about together. Yeah. yeah. Like we sit at home and just talk about CrossFit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll go, f we'll work out together and it's really nice to, you know, see each other in such a good atmosphere and. Yeah, it's strengthening your relationship, you know. Like I love seeing the photos of you guys out there on the paddleboard together mm. or, or walking your dog and going to the beach in the morning and, yeah. and having swims. I think it's so important. So I think, you know, the future is going to be extremely bright for you. Um, I think this year, especially in the competition space, uh, your power to weight is incredible. Uh, you're really starting to dial in your gymnastics and, and your fitness. Like for you to, to place third at Bay Games in, in such, in an event that had uh, such broad uh, types of workouts in mm. regards to running, swimming, uh, longer aerobic, and then you got the strength and, and, and uh, you know, the Olympic lifts and, and things like that. And for you to come third and absolutely nail that was just so exciting. So I think in the competition space this, this year, you're really going to step it up a notch and, and give it a red hot crack and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, get up on a couple of podiums, hopefully. And, like, that was so cool. Like, coming third was awesome. But, like, when I reflect on the whole Bay Games experience, like, that lead-up to it was awesome. Like, it was cool to be at the gym and in my head just be saying to yourself, like, be better for Bay Games, run faster for Bay Games. Yeah. Like, having something to work towards to be better like you know every time I was eating I was like is this the best meal I can give myself right now to be better than yeah, like yeah. for my comp coming up yeah, yeah. yeah did you hear that from Matt Fraser why did he say that <laughs> he just goes every decision I make is I ask myself is this gonna help me get closer to my goals yeah well yeah yeah um and that was cool as well like having that goal to work towards and yeah. then doing so well was obviously awesome yeah but I think yeah. being mindful of your goals. Yeah. I think so many people just, like Luke said last week, they sort of just set them and it's 12 months mm. and, you know, there's plenty of time. And But yeah. if you've got that goal in, in the, the front of your mind all the time, like you are going to say, is this going to get me a step closer towards it? Yeah. Uh, or, or is it going to hold me back? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you were super excited last mm. year for that. So that was really cool. That was cool. And you 
it, that sounds like you've enjoyed the process more than nearly more than the, the result. Yeah, like which is it was just that's an cool. Instagram quote. <laughs> <laughs> You're living it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. Like you don't know until you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Until you experience that. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. So, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Look, I don't know ever if you, like I can say the one main thing, but just I've been listening a lot of, to Ben Virgin. I've been listening to the Chasing Excellence podcast. And he just said in one of them the other day, or a few weeks ago maybe, mm-hmm. change the phrase I have to into I get to. So like I've been sort of thinking about it at the gym, like, oh, I've got to do 20 burpees. Like I get to do 20 burpees. Like how lucky am I that my body is capable to do that? Yeah. You yeah. know, like I get to go to work, like, some people don't get to. Yeah, they don't have yeah, that gratitude. So I think just trying to be a bit more positive and just think, how lucky am I to get to come to this gym and be surrounded by these amazing people and be the best. Like, I feel like I'm the best person I am right yeah. now. Yeah. And yeah. how lucky that I get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So that's hey? just like changing that. that. I have to. Really into, start I get to. Recording, filming these podcasts because if you, you see laura's face right now lit up, <laughs> big smile <laughs> super passionate <laughs> and if you had to recommend one thing for people to start doing what would it be look i think this sounds like a bad answer but like just start with one thing don't wait till monday yeah like just pick one thing and start i don't know what would be the best thing to start because each like your yeah. thing is best for you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good answer because it's, it can be completely applicable to anyone. Yeah. It can be completely individual. It's just beginning. It could be like the age old, like, oh, I'll get a little bit fitter before I sign up at the gym. Mm. No, just sign just up at the just gym. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go grocery shopping Sunday and, and meal prep for next week. No, go yeah. grocery I mean, shopping now. Yeah. And, the beginning of the year as well it's it's a it's a great opportunity to do yeah. that like uh, i know we don't like to kind of harp on that and setting resolutions and stuff like that but mm. at what other point in the year is going to be a better opportunity than now yeah yeah 100 percent. and i think every day we get we get choices mm-hmm. we get to make choices and you know i had this conversation with a client the other day i said you committed to x y and z to me this week you chose to go drinking Right, so when you went drinking, you had the choice of I could be mindful, I could have a few drinks, and I won't feel too bad for my gym session tomorrow. Or you get completely written off, but you've got to get up the next day and come to the gym. Mm. You made that choice, right? Don't let that choice impact what you've committed to to help you achieve your goals. So it comes back to what you're saying, get halfway through a 12-week challenge and do one bad thing and and throw it all off now you made that choice Mm -hmm. and you're an adult and you'll take ownership of it and you'll get back up tomorrow and you'll do what you've got to do what you've committed to so i think there's a couple of things there um you know we all have choices we get to make them each and every day um if you say you're going to do something do it Mm. maintain your integrity Mm -hmm. get up and do it and you don't have to you get to yeah yeah, and I think the biggest thing to take away from this podcast was that it's all a mindset shift. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. really was. It, it, it was it the way really I started is. looking yeah. at 
the same things I was doing, but yeah. just doing it in a different way. Different yeah. way. Thinking about it differently. Yeah. And the way you got there was by broadening. You know, I always say, like, if, if we want to buy a car, we're going to research what's the best car right now to buy. We're going to buy a house. We're going to, what's the best area to buy a house? So, you know, the chances are we sell it, we make some money and all the rest of it. You want to lose weight? Start researching. Mm. Yeah, start reading out there. Become a student of, of, of your body. Become a student of the game, mm. right? Because if you don't start learning about it, you know, you said before you, you made the decision to quit added sugar, mm. right? That decision was, was supported by the research you had done. Yep. You found out why yep. you needed to quit sugar. Right. If I just turn around and say oh, I need to quit no added sugar tomorrow, and I have no real reason for doing it, but just that I have no self control, I'm not going to stick to it. Right. But if you've got a deeper reason why to, it's not good for my health. It's going to make me lethargic. I'm not going to perform at my best. It's going to impact X, Y, and Z. Mm. Then you're gonna you're gonna stick to it. So do your research. Listen to podcasts. Get a coach. Surround yourself with the right people that are on the same path to you um, and you're going to have a very successful year. Mm. And that's exactly what you've done last year. And I'm super proud of you. Thank you. And, um, you know, I think that you've inspired so many people around here. I mean, we've got, I think, maybe six girls that haven't done a CrossFit comp before all signed up to do one in the gong. And, um, you know, and I think, you know, that was my first comp last year. Yeah. And I said that to a few other girls the other day and they were like, wow. And I'm like, you can do it too. Like that was my first comp. I, I still remember trying to get 50 kilos over my head <laughs> and I couldn't do it. Yeah. And now like, well, now I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But just, yeah, how far I've come in that year. 100%. And just yeah, that guess, can yeah. be other people too. Yeah. yeah. And people don't realize that because they think uh, – Laura has great genetics, or Laura had done this beforehand, or she's been Laura's doing that. Laura's married for, to yeah. Keith. She's been doing that Keith's for ages. Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> Keith's a Nazi. Yeah. Just like, I, I always say to people, like, people turn around and go, oh, you know, such and such as, or Laura, for example, she's losing weight, but, you know, she's already active, she's already doing these things. So I'm like, it's harder for Laura to lose body fat mm. at the weight she's at. Mm. It's got to be more specific. Yeah. Right, we've got to dial in other aspects of it: recovery, meal timing. Yeah, you know, making sure you do hit your, your your macronutrients. For the person that's just getting started, like I say, it could just be quitting a full drink. can of yeah soft yeah. drink or replacing it with no sugar. Yeah. yeah, it could be reducing one or two takeaway meals per night. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, don't make judgments like that. Like you can achieve anything in this 12 months. You've mm. just got to start to, to re, reframe your, your mindset. And believe in yourself. And believe in yourself. Mm. That was awesome. Cool. I was Thanks. excited for that one. Thank yeah. you so much for coming in and sharing that. And I know a lot of people are going to take a lot, of, a lot away from that. And uh, it's a really good time of year to, to, you know, hear someone else's past experiences and... and uh, hear what they've implemented to get to where they are today um, because everyone's really motivated this time of year and um, hopefully they'll be able to implement some of the strategies that you did and uh, get the re get some results for themselves. So mm -hmm. you should be proud and continue to inspire others. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks. <laughs>
Bye.